Control Alt Delete with Miss Joel. Navigating your way through the social, local, and mobile tech talk on show 977. That was breaking news. Good morning, Mitch. Uh, so, wait, that wasn't my laundry machine? <laughs> not, not your laundry machine. Did you feel it, Mitch? Oh, boy. Yeah, for sure. Did you really? Oh, yeah. Oh, wow. We didn't feel the thing here. I don't know what happened. Yeah. I guess, uh, well, whatever it was, we, uh, well, whatever it was, apparently it was a <laughs> 4.0, and uh, we didn't feel a thing here. I don't know what it was that, that we we couldn't feel it. How are you, Mitch? I'm, I'm good. I, I just was informed that you're off next Monday, which means that this is our swan song. This is our grand finale after eight years of hanging out every Monday at 710. Uh, laughing, having a great time, and I'm uh, I'm bummed out, man. I'm bummed out. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, it's been an absolute gas having you part of the program, and it was. Uh, uh, I must uh, tip our cap to the uh, one of our late great leaders, Andre Lallier, who uh, thought it would be fun that we uh, uh, that we uh, talk uh, social social media and tech with you every morning, and uh, and it's been a trip having you on the program. I appreciate it very much. Well, I suspect that this is uh, just the beginning, and there's going to be many more conversations that you and I will have, and who knows? Who knows if any of them will make it to broadcast, but uh, <laughs> I, I know that our our friendship and hanging out will endure because it's one of the great joys I have in my life, and uh, it's really been an honor, Terry, being a, a huge fan that I have been for years and years of following you, getting out of bed in high school and CJP and all that, so just getting to... To jam with you and with my brain has been a real joy for me. Well, it's a part of the uh, joy of of hanging out on the re- the radio is uh, uh, banging heads with people and uh, and finding people who are as bright as you are to have on the program, Mitch. So the pleasure has been mine, and uh, uh, I hope you enjoyed it as much as I did. Um, we. Uh, we should uh, should we finish with a bang? Sure, yeah. I think we just did. <laughs> Actually, you're right. We did four point Finish with a four this morning. Um, I listen. I don't know what to do here. I I had this really really terrific conversation with Rain Maida a couple of weeks ago about uh, the NFT space, and uh, he kept uh, trying to explain to me non fungible tokens, and he also tried to. Uh, explain to me about the blockchain let me start there what's the blockchain well sure and rain is a close friend of mine we, we text and talk about oh, this all the time I just, so. I just i absolutely love the guy he's just yeah. he's such a nice man and he's very very bright and he's ahead of the curve on this one isn't he yeah he is i mean so the blockchain again it's, it's all building blocks part of the pun on blockchain but blockchain is essentially a database but it's a database that is publicly accessible and it is controlled by a myriad of systems and computers that are that are connected but run independently of one another in different parts of the world. And, and people sometimes run them on their own systems to create this validation, this check and balance system of this database. Um, it's, it's a slower database than the ones we are typically used to because it is running these checks and balances to verify that every transaction or every field that's put into the database can be confirmed by more than one source. So this means essentially that you have an ability to truly find provenance in a digital asset. Where did it start and where did it go piece by piece by piece? So that's an important core under it. So once we had the blockchain, people started talking about things like cryptocurrency, the ability to put 
money on that, right? If you can put a money, a, a dollar bill on it and you can see how it transacts, you no longer need a government that says, oh, this piece of paper that says a five on it that I hand from me to you is a verified $5 bill versus a 10 versus a hundred. And so this created the launch of cryptocurrencies, in particular Bitcoin, which is the more popular one, Ethereum being another very, very popular one. And the latest iteration of this is non-fungible tokens. I say the latest iteration because I just want to create a sense of clarity. It's, 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 it's muddled a little bit. But a non-fungible tokens is simply any asset. So a song, a piece of art, we could put this on the blockchain and create a non-fungible token with it. You're essentially doing what's called mining to build these things. And those can be purchased through things like cryptocurrency. And then we know that this asset, it could be a music file, it could be a picture, it's provenance. So you can create essentially something scarce, unique, short run that is provable by the general the generalness of the world. Got it. And that's what Rain was explaining to me, uh, the cold winds of, you know, for example, the cold winds of Montreal, song that I love. He could sell me a piece of that. I could, I, that could be an NFT. The original recording of that could be an NFT and I could own a piece of that. So Correct. He, he's controlling, he's controlling his, um, uh, what, what's being done with his uh, creativity, with his art. Uh, at source, right? Yeah, I mean, it, it can get murky when you think about it. So, if if I buy the NFT of the song, do I own the song, or do I own a documentation that says that this version of it is unique to me or unique in some way? Artist still maintains their intellectual property, all that sort of stuff, but, but it's almost like the publishing of it or the rights of it now belong to someone else. So. This is a way. For, this is a ways away from becoming mainstream, don't you think? I don't know. When you say ways away, I mean technology has a funny way of going very, very slowly and then happening all at once, as they like to say. So we think a ways away, and then wow. suddenly cars are driving by themselves, and we're using cryptocurrency. Do you know but, anybody who has an NFT? Yeah, I do. But okay. again, that falls within a very specific subset of privilege right. and life exactly. and all that stuff. Yeah. The complexity of it is for sure in the acquisition of the cryptocurrency, the right. wallet that you hold it and store it in, your ability to get this NFT and hold it and store it. It is very, very cumbersome, but I don't see that as a massive hurdle because we've seen that before in platforms like podcasting and others where just getting the technology is a bit clunky at first, but then as more and more people do it and try it, it becomes more accessible. And this is one of those things that's becoming more and more accessible every single day. All right, uh, now that I'm going to be unemployed, uh, tell me about the uh, Twitter tip jar. <laughs> <laughs> well, I, I, my we, first question was, are you going to put all that all that money into crypto now? Is that what we're doing? <laughs> we we uh, we talked about this uh, a little bit last week, and I, I'm curious about uh, the uh, the Twitter tr uh, tip jar. Uh, you well, know. Yeah, I mean, I think this is great. Look, Twitter is making most of their money off of the way other platforms do, mm -hmm. advertising and data. And what we're seeing is a real blossoming of what we call the creator economy or the passion economy, where people are really trying to build a career around their creations. It could be YouTube videos, it could be their Twitter feed, it could be a newsletter. So we're seeing it again in Substack, we see it with newsletters, we've seen it on YouTube for a while with, with premium memberships and Patreons and, and Super Chats and all this thing. 
And now it looks like Twitter is really jumping into it by creating a tip jar. So it's not accessible to everybody. It's going to be rolling out slowly, but it, it allows a user, me, like let's say you're tweeting a lot and I want to support your tweets. I like the things you tweet. I follow you. I find you very, very intelligent, clever, and handsome. Thank you. I can, yeah, I can send you a tip. It could be through cash, PayPal. It could be through a Patreon or a Venmo. Twitter currently is, is saying that they're going to take no cut on this. They really want to encourage people to tip one another. If there's something that I retweeted that was a value or you as an individual. And I do, I think that things like this are, are a big step forward. There are a lot of people who have built substantive followings on Twitter and I feel like Twitter benefits the most from their massive following and the fact that they're active. And so now that these users and creators can engage their audience and have them be more connected to them, I think that's a really good day for creators. I like to see more of this on YouTube. I like to see more of this on Facebook. And it is coming. Well, I, perhaps we'll not have to mow as many lawns as I thought. <laughs> the paper, you're going to take up that paper route again, Terry? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> what's your What's your app of the week? Well, we had a, an interesting weekend, speaking of nature and what it does as it wishes. But at 10.20 p.m. on Saturday evening, if you were able to go outside, which we were, we stayed on the property, looked up from the southwest side, the International Space Station zipped across our sky. Cool. And it is a sight to behold, I will tell you. It is, it's nothing more than looks like a star, but the way it moves, the yep. speed at which it moves wow. is astonishing. And um, again, blown away by it. And, and the way we found out about it was through a couple of tweets, one of them from Julie Payette, but there's an app called the ISS Spotter. And again, we always leave links on Shom's Twitter feed or Mitch Joel Twitter feed. And it's great. You can see where it is at any moment in time. Now, you might think, well, doesn't it pass all the time? It does, but it needs to be closer to the evening when you can see it. It needs to be a clear sky. And those things don't line up as frequently yeah. as, as you might think. But uh, it, it led me down the rabbit hole of all of these stargazing apps. And there's a whole bunch of incredible ones. But if you're curious where the International Space Station is, ISS Spotter, and it, it works great. All right. When, when do you hope to be back on the road? Mitch, when do, you, when do you see yourself back on stage somewhere? For me, it is a simple equation. Double vaxxed, good to go. Waxed and vaxxed and waxed, as we like to say in the business. And then once the borders are saying you can go, I'm, I'm, I'll be fairly good to go. All right. Um, Mitch, this has been an absolute pleasure. Thank you for everything. Uh, when TerryDemonte.com gets up and running and it's podcast time, you'll be hearing from me. I think I hope to be hearing from you sooner because now there's no excuse to not go for morning walks with coffee with Terry. Okay. <laughs> Mitch, thanks for everything. Love you, Terry. Thank okay. you for everything. Thank you, bud.